Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be white knights and women who belong to the streets. Well, I've got two different emails from two different guys. And what's interesting about these particular women that they're involved with is both these guys really like these girls. But there are some things about their life that are interfering with their ability to have a good relationship. So the first guy went through, I guess he did everything through online dating, went through a lot of girls, met a girl he really liked. And then she starts talking about her money problems, her wallet got stolen, had her rent in it, and then kind of crying the blues about her problems. And that's typically how people that want you to pay their bills often will act. And the second email is from a guy. He got involved with a woman that he's like, it was love at first sight, but she had a young daughter and he's like, he didn't really want to be a stepdad to her and he just couldn't get into it. So they were kind of on and off over the past several years. And, but now it's like the girls finally realize that he's just not down with being a, a part-time stepdad. And any normal human being, whether you're a single dad or a single mom, if the person you're dating is not really down or doesn't like your kids or doesn't really care to help you co-parent, it's not a good idea to stay in a relationship with them. So let's go through the first guy's email. He says, hey, coach, it really sunk in deeply that this is, in fact, a numbers game. I went through hundreds and hundreds, maybe a thousand profiles and asked out and got numbers of at least a couple hundred girls within the last year. Out of all those, roughly 10% met up in person, so about 10 to 20 of them. Of those, about half slept with me on the first or second date, so about eight. Of those, one or two were girlfriend material. The ones who were the best girlfriend material, who are able to bond emotionally and could continue an ongoing relationship and fall in love, Either had no previous boyfriend or only had one brief dating experience prior. That's how the data played out. Well, the other thing you got to keep in mind is you're going to attract women that are on your level. And so if you're a guy with not a lot of experience, it's going to be probably easier with women that don't have a lot of experience because women that are a little older and have some experience – they want a competent man. They don't want a little boy that's still trying to figure life out and how to become a man or be a man. So that's something you got to keep in mind about that. He says, keeping that in mind, how much effort and numbers I went through, I finally met what I call a 10 in my eyes anyway. I was amazed at even what a knockout she was and she was down earth, easy to talk with and get along with and slept with me on the second date. Well, most women are going to sleep with a guy by the second or third date. That's just typically how it is. But soon after that, I felt ambushed by hearing about all these social and economic difficulties in her life. Well, you're looking for a teammate, an equal. And you want a woman that can hold down a job, that can pay her bills on time, pay her rent, pay her cell phone bill, pay her car bill, just basic things like that. I mean, if she can't take care of herself, how is she going to run a household or take care of your kids? you got to keep that in mind. He says, bear in mind, I live and work in a Southeast Asian country where many people are flaky, late, don't show up, they lie, or find ways to manipulate you to help them economically. So I'm thinking maybe Thailand or somewhere <laughs> like that. Maybe even South Korea. 
He says, at first, she said via text she is too good to her friends, family, and clients helping them while they just take advantage of her and how upset she was about that. But the other thing you got to keep in mind, people always project what's inside of them. No one will ever do or say anything to you that isn't a direct reflection of how they feel about themselves in a moment. And another one that's important, especially about a situation like this that we're going to see here in a second, no one will ever do or say anything to you that you don't invite them to do. Guys that are desperate, guys that are naive, guys that are gullible, don't have a lot of experience, tend to attract people and women who will take advantage of them. Because weakness always invites aggression. That's just true throughout all human history. And it's not just physical type of aggression. It might be economical or economic aggression. He says, the next day when we were supposed to meet up and I was waiting an hour, she finally replied back, canceling, coming over, saying she lost her wallet, which just happened to contain her rent money. Of course it did. Well, the important thing to recognize there is that she just blew you off for your date. So what does that tell me? She doesn't respect you as a man. She doesn't really value you. She's not emotionally bonded to you. And she doesn't really fear losing you she did it because she knew she could get away with it so on some level you're communicating that you're a doormat and you're all easy to walk in other words it's easy to walk all over you and you'll put up with it that's the vibe you're you're getting out when a woman just blows you off you're waiting on a date and she blows you off like that oh i lost my wallet and i had my rent money oh, oh shucks he says and most guys don't know anybody like oh i'll lend you money he says it gets worse. Not only can't she pay her rent, she also can't pay for her college course. And she says she'll have to sell her motorcycle. How do I interpret this and why is she telling me this? Because she wants you to bail her out. That's the reality. Did she really lose her wallet? We don't know. But the bottom line is you had a date. You agreed. She didn't keep her word. Her excuse was I lost my wallet. But she's telling you these things because she thinks you're a sucker and you're gullible. Remember, no one will ever do or say anything to you that you don't invite them to do. Now, keep in mind, this is the same guy that was saying, well, it's only the young and experienced girls that want me. Because women who are a little smarter, you're just too soft. That's the problem. You're exhibiting, you're still exhibiting way too many beta male qualities. And so, therefore, this is what you've attracted into your life. He says, I'm no white knight. All my time living here and different girls I've dated, I don't give money except limited amounts for transportation. I wouldn't be doing that. If a girl needs taxi fare, it's like, she can't hold down a seat, can't even afford a taxi ride home. Really? And believe me, in this part of the world, they will ask and boo-hoo about the cow sick in the hospital, etc. I don't know what that means, but okay. But in this situation, because I thought I met the woman of my dreams, this is why you take your time, you take measured steps like you're in the book, but it sounds like you got really dopey really quick with this girl, and she picked up on that, and so what did she do? She went right into manipulation mode with you. And maybe you fell for it, maybe you didn't. He says, it took a lot of emotional self-control to not offer help. Bear in mind, she didn't ask. But she told me about all these needs and difficulties, usually because a beta male, well, happily, the white knight, Captain Sabo, will come in and write the check, give her cash, and then you'll never get it back. 
any guys out there in a similar situation, you've got to get yourself under control and not lose yourself. Don't throw money on it. But the gaslighting, which I was surprised she knew that word. I go back and forth in my mind. Will she leave me because I didn't rescue her? He says no. She'll leave you when she finds somebody who acts more masculine than you do. Because it's obvious in your short time interacting with her, she doesn't respect you as a man. That's why she blew you off. She doesn't really value you. She doesn't fear losing you. She probably just looks at you as another mark or another sucker. If she's going to leave me, she'll leave me no matter what. That's why you don't pay her bills. Maybe she will stick around. Maybe, maybe that alone, standing up to her and just not offering to help her financially is the kind of thing that will cause her to respect you and stick around. But if she really doesn't care and she's manipulated you, as soon as she finds the next mark, she'll be gone. He says, if I white knight to the rescue and pay for her apartment and classes, I think she'll lose respect for me. Well, she doesn't have much respect for you anyways. And think I'm weak, that I can be used that way as an ATM. That is absolutely a true statement. She will lose more respect for you. And then she'll become belligerent and bitchy about it on top of that because she doesn't respect you. That's why typically women become bitchy and belligerent is because they think they can get away with it. And it turns them on when you stand up to them and say, don't talk to me that way. You're being rude and condescending or disrespectful. Don't talk to me in that tone. He says, if she has real genuine interest, she'll state. That is true. That's my thought and analysis of this situation. Coach Corey, I'd like to hear your thoughts on this. Well, good on you. Pat yourself in the back for not giving her the money and being Mr. White Knight. But I would say just based on the fact that she's jerking you around like she did, especially canceling that date, shows a total lack of respect for you. So if I was you, I'd keep it moving. I'd keep dating. Don't get all dopey over this girl, which obviously it sounds like you already have. And that's why you've gotten taken advantage of. So let's go to the second email. He says, hi, coach. First of all, I want to thank you for your work. I read your book for the first time back in 2018, and I have really gotten better with girls since then to the point that I made an amazing girl in early 2020. It was love at first sight for both of us. I asked her out. We had a great time and kissed on the first night. We dated quite often for around six months, and we then became boyfriend and girlfriend. It was an amazing relationship, and I was 24 back then, and she was 26. It's also very important to mention that she has a child who's 8 years old now. She told me she was not looking for a dad for her, as the kid has a dad, but she wanted me to get involved with the little girl. Yeah, that's understandable, but you shouldn't date women that have kids if you're not interested in co-parenting. That's the bottom line. He says, unfortunately, I never felt so eager to do so, and I was never mean, but I was not euphoric to hang out as a family. She broke up with me in early 2021 because I didn't try to hang out as a family. Yeah, it's pretty obvious she picks up on that. They may hook up with you for a while, but at the end of the day, they're looking for a guy they can co-parent with, a good companion. And if you're not going to offer that, you're on borrowed time. I didn't complain and moved on with my life. Six months later, we started talking again and we got back together as we really loved each other and had a wonderful time. He says, we have this amazing connection in all aspects. Well, I would wonder who reached out to who. He didn't mention that. We started talking together. A lot of times when guys say we started talking, it was they started it. We decided to have a relationship. In other words, 
he wanted a relationship. We decided to break up is usually she broke up with me and he agreed with it. Because they don't want to make themselves look bad. But if you're writing me for advice, it's best to be brutally honest, even the stuff that's icky and you're not proud of. But at the end of the day, typically I could see through the BS. I've been doing this 20 years almost. Oof, 20, 20 years. Wow. I tried to be more involved with the kid and we made some family plans. However, I didn't feel the same way I felt compared to when it was only the two of us. That tells you everything you need to know. You should not be with this girl. Hang out, have fun, hook up, friends with benefits, sex playmate. You don't really want to co-parent. And typically when women know this, they don't bring you around the kid anyways. But you got to understand if she's looking for a teammate and somebody to co-parent with, like I said earlier, you're on borrowed time and it's not going to last usually unless the girl's really insecure. He says, I got to the point that I would start thinking about breaking up with her, although we loved each other. I did, and it was so hard, but both we both were telling each other how much we loved and started crying. But I thought back, then it was the best. Four weeks later, we met, and I started thinking I made a mistake because I really enjoyed being with her. Yeah, but you're still, the way you feel about her daughter is just, you don't want to be her dad. You got to be honest with yourself and with her. It's not fair to you. It's not fair to her. It's not fair to her daughter for you to live a lie. I told her I had messed up and wanted to get back together. However, she said she was confused <laughs> and didn't really know what to do because she had realized I had some cold attitudes with the kid when we were together. Yeah, you shouldn't be around a kid. You don't want to be there anyways. What's really going on here is you haven't found anybody in the few months since you broke up and you're desperate and you're needy you're fearful of the future and you're already ready to give up on finding somebody you connect with better. It's like, dude, you're in your, your 20s. It's like, come on. Life's just starting out. Three weeks later, we met again. We kissed like crazy and talked some more, but I know I fucked up. I told her that I had realized that I didn't want to get close to the kid because I was afraid of her not liking me and afraid of what people would say about me being the stepfather. He says, I know I really fucked up. He's like, yeah, but you can't Make your heart feel something it doesn't feel. You can't get excited about It's just like working a job you hate. You can't get excited about a job you hate. You can be disciplined and you can do it with a smile on your face to your best, to the best of your ability just because you should be a high character person. And even if you don't like the job, you should do the best that you can at the job. But when it comes to relationships, it's like you shouldn't be trying to lie to yourself and to her and her daughter about being into something that you're just not. Because what happens is the longer you stay involved with her, you gotta create a space in your life for somebody new to come and fill. And if you're staying involved with this girl, you're not, you're communicating to the universe, you're not really open to meeting anybody new. He says, she said she loved me, but didn't feel the same way anymore about trying again. She said she had to think about it. When a woman says, I gotta think about it, it usually means no. A week later, she called me and told me that she didn't think the same about me as she did before. She said she used to see me as a really beautiful person, but not anymore. Just like I said. He says, I feel a lot of regret as we connected in all aspects. The relationship was really easygoing and we didn't have any issues as a couple, but as a family. It's been two weeks already since then and I've not tried to contact her again, but I feel... As per social media, that she may be hanging out with new guys. Duh, she's looking for somebody that wants to be there and you don't. 
Can't live a lie, dude. I've been trying to move on, but I'm kind of feeling I lost the love of my life. Well, this is because you're young and you're inexperienced. You don't realize that really there is another bus every 15 minutes. And feel bad about her not thinking the same way about me due to what I said. Yeah, rejection breeds obsession. Now all of a sudden, oh, I got to get her back. I currently don't feel in the mood to meet new girls. You need to force yourself to do it. He says, I'm trying to become a better person and know what I missed. You didn't miss anything, dude. Yeah, you had a connection with her, but you didn't want to be a dad to the kid. That's the honest truth. It's all over your email. And you're bullshitting yourself if you think otherwise. How can I get past this situation? Meeting a a hotter girl who knocks your socks off and who doesn't have a kid. He says, it's known that we meet a person like this every decade. One to three a decade, typically based on your life path. That's my experience. And typically in your 20s, there'll probably be at least two more girls like this that you connect with on this level, but it's only going to happen if you open yourself up to it instead of crying the blues. But you got to be honest to see reality as it is, not better than it is, which is what you're doing, or worse than it is. got to see reality as it is. You don't want to be a dad to the kid. And the honorable thing, the manly thing, the masculine thing to do is have the balls to move on and not waste anybody's time, especially your own because the sands are running through the hourglass time is running out on all of us life is short dude get your ass out there and start living i know you don't want to but the one thing that will change your mind is number one being open to meeting a new girl but number two meeting a girl who takes your breath away it's nothing like it so if you have a question or challenge you'd like to get my help go to understandrelationships.com click the products tab at the top of your screen and book a coaching session with yours truly. Until next time, I will talk to you soon.